You guys are coming to a great Sunday. We have a lot going on this morning. I am super excited about what God has in store for us today. But first, we've been talking a lot about Operation Give Back, which is an organization we all know well. We've supported them in back-to-school supplies with gently used and new coats and, of course, help other families in the area with their Christmas. Uh, they're right here in Blue Ash, and we kind of talked a little bit with the director this morning, and they live out our mission really, really well. They serve people who don't know how much they're loved by Jesus, so we would say they go to the missing well. They love those that are marginalized, and that just isn't the under-resourced, but they provide tutoring and other opportunities for people to be fulfilled. And then, of course, they live as God's kids by continuing to love people right where they are. But to better share their story and heart, let's give a Blue Ash welcome to Sheila and Director of Operation Giveback. What do I do with that mic? Oh, there it is. Thanks for joining us this morning. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got connected with Operation Give Back and a little bit of their background or, or story, how they got going, and then your heart for the community, because you serve the same community we do within a five-mile radius of where, right where we're sitting. Good morning, everybody. Again, my name is Sheila Lichtenberg. I'm the executive director here at Operation Give Back, and I've been here around two and a half years, and um, I was actually introduced to the organization through a dear friend. Um, I live in Evendale, and um, she was a fellow Evendale mom, and they're very active there. At, um, we call it OGB for short. It's a lot easier to say. <laughs> so um, OGB has actually been around for 20 years. And it started in the home of a lovely couple living in Montgomery, and they were providing after-school tutoring services for um, kiddos that were really struggling academically. And a lot of those kiddos came from maybe a single-parent home that um, mom or dad or grandma, guardian, didn't um, have the resources to help them with their academics. So they um, introduced an after-school tutoring program, and then from there it has just grown in leaps and bounds. It's just been amazing. So um, Andy and I connected probably about oh a, eight months, a year ago or I so. Just, I don't know. The older I get, the faster I it goes, know, right? So. Same here. <laughs> so, um, so since OGB started around 20 years ago, we started with the after-school tutoring, but from there it has just grown. And um, for the most part, we serve a service area around three, maybe as much as five miles from where we're located. And we're right there on Millington Court, which is right down the street. Yep. It's in the heart of Blue Ash off of Creek Road. And um, if you haven't been there, I invite you to come for a tour. Um, for those who have been there, it's a pretty amazing space. And um, the minute you walk in, you can feel um, the warmth and the love and the respect we have for all those who we service. So. The main space with some offices, we also have a huge space for the after-school tutoring where we serve, um, we'll be serving 40 kids in age, um, grades two through eight, and those kiddos are recommended to us by the Sycamore School System. So um, the counselors, the therapists, the administrators, they're the ones who come and say, hey, we've got a good, they call them the OGB kids. <laughs> um, and those are, you know, they're good kids. They just need that extra um, attention, love, help with organization. Um, and a lot of times they come from um, some struggling homes. So we're that extra, um, that extra hug they may need, um, that extra snack they may need to have before they head home for the day. So uh, we have such a great relationship with Sycamore that we actually, this, the kids are on bus to us. So That's they, um, which is wonderful. 
there's some, um, some of the schools, they have a staggered release time and they get out a little later. So we've hired a, um, a retired school bus driver from Sycamore, Miss Rose, and she actually will take our van that was um, actually donated to us. And um, she goes and picks those kiddos up so that they have a full session. And the tutors are um, high school ages and older. We have a pool of about 90 tutors. And we're always looking for more tutors if anyone would want to join in. And um, it's incredibly rewarding. So Talk a little bit about the tutors real quick. Because yeah. when I first heard that, I thought, well, that's a huge commitment Monday through Friday. But that's not necessarily no, true. No, it's not at all. So we do have tutoring Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from 3.15 to 5.15. But a lot of people just come one day. One day. They may just come on Tuesdays. Or they may come. They may have... Um, like an office, and they have four people, and they rotate through the month. So okay. we know every Tuesday somebody from CF Bank is coming, and they will be tutoring one of the kiddos. That's okay with that. That has that personality that they can deal with a different tutor every time that comes in. And then we have some tutors that they they um, stick to that once a week. They're there every Wednesday because that kiddo really may need that consistent person in their life. So we have high school kids um, from Sycamore, Ursuline, Moeller, CHCA, uh, Mount Notre Dame, St. X. So a variety of kids from the schools. And, uh, and, um, and then we also have people that are retirees, that um, retired teachers, people that are just retired and that are looking to give back to the community. And then we also have people that leave their workplace. And, um, and I love that, that their employer embraces that sense of community and yeah. they allow them to leave their work um, their workspace and donate that time once a week. I love it. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. That's okay. Continue I'm on. good with that. So anyway, <laughs> so then we also have um, our community food pantry, which is just amazing. So you all have given so generously to that. Before COVID, so I actually got there during COVID. And then, um, so I can only really speak to the numbers we have like during COVID and now kind of hopefully getting out of it, um, to what happened beforehand. So before I got there, we were serving maybe around 1,500 people a year through our community food pantry. In 2022, we will serve well over 3,000. Wow. These are just people that live in the Sycamore School District and Sharonville community. That's who we serve. That does not take into account the people who um, we do like bread bundles every Friday. They're delivered to the, um, to the elementary schools and the junior high, and those are putting kiddos backpacks so um, they have food for the weekend. Those are the kids on the free and reduced lunch. So I think um, people think of Sycamore, and they think, oh, gosh, that community, they have, they're good. Everybody's good there. But there are certainly these hidden pockets of, um, of need, um, we also serve a lot of um, a lot of people that live in the um, hotels. We have a lot of homeless in this area, and um, I think people might come to this area, the homeless, because it's a little bit safer than maybe some of the other hotels and places that might serve um, or rent to people that are homeless. You, um, a lot of people with mental health issues that are just struggling to get by. You know, COVID didn't help at all. Um, and I delivered to a, a, a man called in Blue Ash. I swore he was like 80 years old by the tone of his voice. And he was so weak from hunger, he couldn't drive to us. So I just said, stay put. One of my colleagues and I, we filled up our cart and we took it to him. He opened that door and I'm telling you, he was probably 25, maybe early, early or late 20s. And he was just struggling. So those are the people that we serve. And, um, and it happens on a weekly basis. It's not kind of a one-off thing. So um, 
our community food pantry, when people come, uh, they make an appointment, and it's just a one-on-one, so that's hopefully um, a little more respectful that they have their time, and um, it's not so overwhelming that you see other people there shopping and maybe judging. Right. There's so many cool things. I'm going to ask you some about something specific, but yeah. uh, we're really excited about our continued partnership, and when we had coffee, I was like, let's start off slow <laughs> and build the relationship, uh, and the relationship's going great. We've really enjoyed working with you guys. You make it super easy. Uh, which is helpful for us. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we're going to continue to do monthly food drives and those kind of things and have a list. So you guys just keep your eye out where we had all the donations for all the the coats and and gifts. Keep your eye out for that. We'll have more information there to come. But there's something really cool, this app. I forget, Last Food Mile or something. Last Mile Food Rescue. There's another way. Like Even if you can't provide the actual food, you can help get the food to Operation Give Back. Mm -hmm. It's a great organization. It started around two years ago. And we're a smaller pantry, so we were kind of their trial run. And um, it's an app, Last Mile Food Rescue, LMFR. And it's really changed how we have serviced our families. They will... um, if you get on there, they will actually go to the Kroger's and to the uh, Myers and Chick-fil-A and anybody, any other um, restaurant or food resource. And um, let's say you're home, you're working from home, you have an hour. You can get on that app and you're like, oh, gosh, there is a rescue at the Kroger's Harbors. I can do that and I can take it to OGB. You get on there, you say, I'll be that rescuer. You pull up, you meet the manager. The manager, they load your car up with literally crates full of goodness of, of like frozen meat, um, cheeses, dairy, produce, and then the, then you as a rescuer bring it to OGB, and then we then distribute it to the people through the pantry. You're like an Uber driver you for are these for food. food. To, to get. Now, how much room would you need in your vehicle to give people a context? Like, I might be able to do that so that they could properly prepare. You know, a lot of times the um, rescue can vary in size, but okay. I would say if you could fit at least three good-sized crates. Like, I have a, um, a little... Venza, Toyota, and it would not fill up the back of my car. So you can put stuff in your back seat, in your trunk, and you should be good. And if you can't fit it all, you can't fit it all, and then they will will just give it to the next person. It's an amazing resource. Are you sticking around? Me? after Heck yeah. Yeah, so if you have more questions, you can see Sheila afterwards, but you can see why I'm so excited about They're serving the same community we are. We don't like to reinvent the wheel, so we prefer to come along. Great organizations and help give them a little push so they can continue to do what they do. Better And in that vein, uh, we want to do something for Operation Give Back. We want to give you guys a little bit of Christmas cheer. So we challenged our church uh, to raise some money for you, and we want to present you with a check this morning. So I know you didn't know this was coming. That makes it so much fun. Craig, bring it up. So here's one of these big corny checks. For $5,000, just to say thank you for the work that you're doing, and we want to continue to bless you. And since you can't take this one to the bank, I'm going to give you an actual check. I mean, you can. I want to go with you when you try. Oh my There's gosh. the actual check. Yes, so can we pray much. for you? Absolutely. Yeah, God, thanks for Sheila and her team and just the work that this organization, Operation Giveback, is doing. So, God, we just say more of you. Lord, God, just bless them with resources, even more than they can store in the warehouse, that they would have to think of the next place because you continue to pour out. And God, even the bigger prayer is they would have to serve less people because, God, you're doing such an amazing work in the community that people no longer need these hand-ups, Lord. So God, just continue to bless them. In Jesus' name, amen.